episode to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial and Greater about all things commercial tech. I'm Adam Forziati, the web editor for CI, and I'm joined today by uh, Craig McCormick. He's the editor-at-large here at CI. Uh, Craig, you are a major sports fan, as anybody who follows you on Twitter knows. And as we established in episode six of the show, I am a bit ignorant <laughs> of, of all things sports. But you're actually like a season ticket holder which is perhaps a step above the level of involvement of like the average sports fan, would you agree? Sure, yeah. So what that tells me is that you're, you, you would much rather go to a game than watch it on TV. Is that also correct? Yes, definitely. When I, when I have the opportunity to watch sports in person, I definitely prefer to do that. So our coworker and CI uh, editor-in-chief, Tom LeBlanc, he spoke recently with the CTO of Userful, Tim Griffin, and they talked about something that we've also mentioned before on this show and on CI in general, the idea that many sports fans will get sort of bored or otherwise distracted uh, from their surroundings when they go to see you know, an event in person, and then that they need some sort of display or some other visual stimuli, if you will, to uh, keep their attention. Also, uh, some arenas think that they have to incorporate that kind of technology just to get people in the door. Uh, so let me play you a clip from uh, Tom's conversation uh, with Tim Griffin of Userful and uh, see what you think. You've got these, uh, in many cases, sort of tired old dull stadiums, and then people are paying big bucks to come in and, uh, and, and witness what is really an outstanding and exciting and energizing event. And, uh, and the uh, you know, digital signage is a great and inexpensive way to, to to sort of create that kind of atmosphere and ambiance and experience. So, so it's not uncommon to be hundreds of dollars for a ticket, and uh, and uh, you know, and, and stadiums are competing against in some situations people staying at home with a group of friends and watching it on the big screen. And so, uh, they, you know, they 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 can create some really exciting and interesting things with the digital signage. Um, so we see people doing things like artistic video walls when people come at all the entry points. Um, and those can feature, you know, before the game, they can feature the um, the stars, right? Uh, sort of create some some build up, and then uh, and then there's also you know great opportunities for for signage inside the stadium, which of course is more familiar to people, and uh, and then at all the concession points, etc. And of course, you know, there's some real concerns digital signage about uh, you know you need to have absolutely zero latency, right? Because if you're if you're playing a live event. And, you know, you hear the people cheering, and then a few seconds later, you see the actual goal on the on the on the screen. That's not going to work. So, so uh, you know, integrators need to be really uh, thoughtful and mindful about how they approach uh, digital signage in these uh, sports stadiums. So, while this would theoretically provide integrators with like some pretty excellent opportunities, pretty large jobs, uh, it does sort of seem odd to me though because like if I I don't really go to sporting events but I do go to concerts and I know these are very two different kind of worlds here but I feel like if I were to go and see lots of people looking disinterested on their phones during a concert like I'd be very confused about that or the idea that you know if somebody would go to a concert anyway they wouldn't need some sort of technology to draw them in they're sure. just going to go sure uh, so you know why do you think this happens at games and do you have much experience like dealing with people either who don't want to go to games at all or who are seriously distracted while they're there? Um, I, I think 
there's a lot more downtime at, at sporting events than there probably is at a concert. I mean, it, it, there's maybe you know a brief conversation or two that that maybe an artist will will have when when they're performing, but but there's not a lot of breaks or anything like that. And baseball especially has a lot of downtime, I would say. And I, I mean, I, I'm a baseball fan, but I know it, it can drag on for some people at, at certain points. And I, I think that probably has you know some something to do with why. Um, stadiums and, and arena owners are, are you know, trying to find other ways to engage fans, and and I think they they just know that you know people want to be doing two things at the same time if if they can. I mean, it, there's people that when they're watching games at home, even will you know will be on Twitter and watching the game or, or something like that. So they're engaged in in different ways, and I think it's 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 about keeping people engaged and, and interested in, in the product. So what are some of the solutions that, uh, in terms of digital signage or in terms of any sort of, you know, large tech upgrade to a, an arena that you think are really successful in terms of you being such a sports fan and you having season ticket? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know at Red Sox games the last couple of years, one of the uh, things that ha- has interested fans a lot is that during some of the inning breaks, they have you know dance contests that they show on on the video boards and things like that. So it's it's just a way to you know kind of keep the fans interested and, and engaged in in what's going on or what may not be going on at that particular point. So it's it and information is is another big thing. You know, during the games, you know these video boards and, and digital signage boards will have all kinds of statistics and things that, that you know people that are really there mostly to watch the game are, are particularly interested in. I find myself looking around at, at Fenway Park or, or you know other baseball stadiums for a lot of the statistics and things like that. I've never been in the dance contest, so I, but, uh, but I definitely do engage with the video boards at times and the digital signage. Would you say that those uh, video boards are probably the most useful to you uh, in terms of how you like to experience them in, in the park or are have you ever seen anything else that would uh, sort of rival the usefulness or the coolness level if you will of, of just those video boards I would say those would be the biggest attractions um, that it, he also mentioned during uh, the the response about the digital menu boards and, and you know uh, obviously I try to eat something while I'm while I'm at a game yeah. so you know that that's another uh, that's another useful tool you know seeing what's available at a particular concession stand and you know how much it costs and that sort of thing. So definitely a big opportunity for uh, sports inclined or just arena inclined integrators who are used to doing those types of larger jobs. Do you think that uh, this sort of thing is going to come to smaller arenas like maybe collegiate uh, oh. types of venues or, and that sort of thing yes and and it and it definitely has already I and mean, there's I mean there are some college stadiums that are bigger than professional stadiums and and that's that's particularly in college football that 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 happens that there are college arenas that are bigger than you know where the the Patriots play for example so the, there's you know some of these technologies are, are definitely in, in play in college and you know in in some cases in high school even because it definitely strikes me as sort of like a a parallel to the whole idea that in the education sector, it's like we keep on saying, well, students uh, need to have you know interactive technology, technology to keep them engaged in the classroom because they're they're so used to being on you know like to, to operating mobile devices from a young age now that uh, you know you need to uh, find appropriate technological solutions to keep them engaged and to keep collaboration in the classroom. Uh, you know, active and smooth. 
so it's, I guess it does sort of make sense that that sort of idea, that sort of selling point, if you will, would be similar in the sports arenas, especially for schools that have a lot of budget to, to give to that. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think engagement is a, is a big issue for, for a lot of people because if you lose somebody for 15 seconds, they're on to something different and then it, they might not come back to, to what you want them to come back to. So you, you have to keep them engaged, keep them interested in, in what you're, you're talking about or what you, you want them to be interested in. Okay, well, thank you very much, Craig. You got it.